Humanity is facing uphill battle when it comes to pursuing our planet. In order to avoid some of the worst effects of climate change, experts say still we need to stop global temperature from rising 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial level. To do this, global carbon emissions need to drop to zero by 2050. It will take a variety of solutions to achieve this goal. But some of the tools that gaining traction is green energy. Renewable energy can come from many sources. The most common are solar, wind, geothermal, biomass, and hydropower. From the Kyoto Protocol to the Paris Agreement, an increasing number of signatories are joining an international environmental agreement. This is to lower emission of greenhouse gases by targeting usage of renewable energy. Other targets include the UN Sustainable Development Goal for Affordable and Clean Energy, which includes increasing the share of renewable energy in the global energy mix by 2030. In the meantime, countries have set unilateral targets as well. More than 60 countries are planning to bring their carbon footprint to zero by 2050. Some of the countries that are already shifting to the renewable energy are Denmark, Switzerland, Finland, and Sweden. But in the other hand, most of renewable energy sources are still subject to unpredictable force of nature. As the saying goes through, the wind isn't always blowing, and the sun isn't always shining. The question of how to form renewable, that is ensuring there is always energy on demand, no matter the time of the day or weather, is one of the biggest challenges in the industry. We need to go the way to store energy for later. And the main option right now is the lithium-ion batteries. You see them in the product like Tesla's home batteries, the power wall and utility scale system, the power pack. But though lithium-ion is dropping in price, experts say it will remain too expensive for most grid-scale applications. One of the main alternatives being explored is a flow battery. Unlike lithium-ion, flow batteries store liquid electrolyte in the external tank, meaning the energy from the electrolyte and the actual source of power generation are decoupled. Currently, About 96% of the world energy storage is come from one technology, Pime Hydro. This system is pretty straightforward. There is excess energy on the grid. It's used to pump water uphill to high elevation reservoirs. Then, when there is energy demand, the water is released, driving it to burn as it flows into a reservoir below. There is thermal storage. It's still an emerging technology in this space, but it has the potential to storage energy for longer than flow batteries with a smaller footprint than gravity-based system. Basically, when there is excess electricity on the grid, they used to heat up under a cheap carbon block, which are insulated inside of the container. When needed, that heat is then converted back into electricity using a heat engine. Typically, this would be a steam or gas turbine. But Brick says this stage is just too expensive and has proven the thermal storage solution for working out in the past. Overall, 
The energy storage market is predicted to attract about $620 million in investment by 2014. But as always, it's gonna be tough to get even the most promising ideas into the market. Of course, government's policies and incentives could play a major role as well. With the right mix of incentive and ingenuity, we're hopefully headed forward the future with the plethora of storage technology. At this point, solar and wind are incredibly cheap. Battery storage and EV prices are continuing to fall. Customers are increasingly generating and storing their own power. And demand response programs are gaining traction. Fit modernization has lagged, but there is sign of progress. 2030 is promising year. Reduction of carbon emission forward the climate change that could be the one step forward for better environment to preserve humanity by the extinction. Thank you for listening my podcast. I'm Nikan Adelia Agustin. Bye-bye.